Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest, NCAA champion, NCAA All-American, coming to us from Berkeley, California. Today, we are talking to Ryan Hoffer. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good, good to speak with you. Good to have you on here. Uh, the The Bears are looking good heading into the uh, NCAA postseason. We got to see some glimpses of you guys racing in the last couple of weeks, and I want to start there. Uh, you had quite a was it was it two sessions versus USC? Yeah, two sessions, two days. Okay, so we I I just talked to Dave Durden a couple days ago. And he gave some insight. He said, you guys were really trying to nail down those uh, NCAA relay qualifications. And therefore I'm told you guys had suits on for some of the races and not, and just, you know, normal speedos for, for other races. Uh, can you take me through those two days of racing and kind of what your focuses were? Yeah. Uh, it seems uh, Dave wanted us to really obviously focus on those relays, as you were saying, uh, he put main emphasis is on the two freestyle relay, two medley relay, four freestyle relay, that four medley relay. He, uh, I think he felt that we could uh, just get it done. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're just excited to race, you know, uh, being against USC. We're, we're tired of beating ourselves up, you know, racing against each other. So uh, I feel like it was a good time to actually get out there and uh, get some actual competition against some, uh, some other guys and, uh, you know, spice things up a little bit. Yeah. And just to give our audience some context, if, if you haven't been reading Swim Swam, Ryan Hoffer split 18.5 from a rolling start on the tuner free relay, uh, 20.0 50 fly in the two medley relay. You were 46.3 in the hundred fly on the four medley relay. Were you wearing a speedo or a racing suit for that one? Okay. I was wearing a, a speedo for that four medley relay. I think we all were. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we wanted to put too much uh, pressure on that one. Gotcha. And I, yeah, I, I, as you said, I know Dave also mentioned, he thought the aggregate times for that one could, could get you guys qualified. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I leave the specifics to Dave. He usually uh, has those times and those qualifications down to a, a T. So uh, I left those to him, and he he figured we could get it done. So can't argue with that. And then uh, you let off the four hundred free relay in forty two one. Um, so just for those performances, what, what how did you feel about them? I you didn't swim any individuals, right? No, uh, we're just mainly focusing on the, the relays. So, uh, I think Dave just wanted us to get, uh, those qualifications out of the way. And, uh, uh, there's not much really, not much more thought going into that. I mean, uh, we are coming out of a tough training cycle and it felt like we were still going into another one. <laughs> um, and I feel like we're all moving well and, you know, going into those races, we were, you know, just racing to win, you know, USC put up some good times. They had some good competition against us and, uh, I felt like my performances, you know, uh, was reflected by the environment that we're, that we were in, you know, it was, uh, I mean, despite, you know, being cold, being, uh, having a difficult warm up situation and, uh, you know, all this, we actually had some good sunshine. We had some, uh, you know, pursuits on, we, we did what we could in, uh, in the environment that they gave us. So I felt that, you know, uh, given all those circumstances, we, we threw down some fast times. 
yeah, that, that, and it's, it's nice to, you know, I'm used to just looking at results and, and seeing the paper times. And it's nice to have a little context on that. You know, like you said, not ideal warmups, uh, it's cold, but you know, there's some sunshine, you guys had suits. And like you said, the, the, the paper speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then going back to November, you guys were able to race Stanford and kind of a similar situation. Um, I think, you, you know, the Cal guys mostly just swam one event and kind of focusing in on that one event, you swim the 50 free and you threw down an 1897, um, was, was the emphasis there again, trying to hit those, those a standards or, or NCAA qualifications, um, I mean, maybe for Dave, uh, but for us, it was just to race. I mean, it was actually our first time getting up to, to race anybody. And we haven't really heard anything, uh, in terms of, uh, other competitions. And so we finally found out about Stanford and we're, we we're getting excited again, you know, we we're getting, we we're getting stoked to get up and, and race. So I felt like, uh, that 1897 was just, it was just, you know, it was a tough circumstance because we we're, uh, because of what we were trying to do because of COVID, you know, uh, I believe, uh, we, we had to warm up at different pools and we walked up from, uh, from legends all the Bancroft to a speaker after our warm up, And then, you know, obviously we're doing our race and we're getting out of there. So, uh, the circumstantial is like from far from normal, you know, and it's just, um, trying to navigate that kind of, uh, that kind of situation. It was just, it was interesting, but it was also really fun because a lot of us threw down some fast times despite all this. And, you know, I, I think, uh, there's a, I take some pride in our team for having this flexibility. And I think it's a strength of ours to be able to, you know, battle these conditions and, you know, be able to put down some fast times, you know, despite all this, you know, I, I don't think we're ones to make excuses for uh, having, uh, you know, the kind of environments that we have, you know, we make what we have and we, we put down, we put down some good times because we can. Was, was there a palpable excitement in that day, even though, as you said, you know, the, the, the circumstances were not ideal. Yeah, no, we're all just absolutely stoked to get up and race and finally, uh, you know, once again, not, not beat up on each other and finally get out of this, uh, the train cycle and, and get into some racing, some, some specifics. And, uh, it, it felt really good to get up on the blocks and, you know, have that kind of excitement, that kind of adrenaline pumping. Yeah. That, like you said, you know, it, it was good to focus on the specifics. What, what is, I, I don't know if a lot of other people have such a difference, but I feel like, especially as you, as you ascend in your swimming career, as you move through college and, and even on to maybe racing and competing after college, there becomes a really big difference between training and racing. Uh, maybe especially compared to maybe a more high school or club level <clears throat> for you when, you know, when you're training, I'm sure there's racing in practices, but when you get to a meet environment, what, what's the difference there for you? Uh, just mentally, what, what are you focusing on or thinking about that's different from practice? Uh, well, you know, practice, obviously, I mean, you're absolutely right for one thing, uh, for one thing, you know, we, uh, the difference between racing and actually training is, is way bigger. And especially for someone like me who values like, you know, uh, a longer rest before they actually pop off at a, at a good, at a good race or a good meet, you know, and, uh, to be able to train and, you know, swim and throw down fast times in season is, is something that took me a while to figure out. Um, my freshman year, it was hard for me to get up and go mid season, but, uh, going into sophomore year, junior year, I feel like it's a learning process and, and trying to make sure I keep up with these guys, honestly, keep up with my teammates in terms of, uh, throwing down fast time this season. It felt like I was, I was watching these guys go 
crazy. And I was like, okay, I just got to wait for my taper and then I'll be good. But, you know, I kind of switched mentalities and he's like, okay, I can, I can figure out how to go faster now. And uh, in, in the middle of the season, which is, you know, a really big development for me. So I, you know, going into that race mentality uh, versus a training mentality, it's uh, a little higher intensity and it definitely gets our blood boiling a little bit, but uh, you know, how things go, it's, it's just another race. It's just another practice and it's just another way to test our, our strength in the, in the water. Yeah. How, how are you able to, like you said, it was, it was a learning process for you. How are you able to make that adjustment? You know, did you, did you have things that were helpful in, in that process of, okay, I'm going to go fast aside from just my big taper meet. Yeah. yeah, You know, a lot of things go into the the little things like that, you know, um, in high school, I was kind of willy nilly, uh, see what happens, you know, kind of guy, but, uh, going to college, I'm watching these, these professional guys like Nathan Adrian, you know, I was coming into, you know, Justin Lynch and all these, all these big timers that I felt like we're putting it, putting it down like every practice and every day. And, uh, I was, I was learning, I was watching these guys and it was, it's, it's a learning process because I was trying to figure out like, you know, what do I need to do outside of the pool? What do I need to do, uh, besides, you know, being good in practice to make sure that I am good, like all the time, like these guys, it's, it's, it's a learning curve. That's for sure. But, uh, you know, it, it plays into things like nutrition and sleep and, and recovery and what I'm doing outside of the pool and, you know, figuring that out, uh, it definitely took time, but, uh, once I did, it's like, okay, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And I, I mean, you hear a lot of those big swimmers talk about the, the differences that can be made outside of the pool that can affect those performances inside the pool. And it seems like you've mastered that at this point. I hope so. I mean, we're, we're going into pac 12s we're going into these big meets and obviously that's a, that's a heavy focus of ours, you know, championship season is upon us. <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're dialing down and we're, we're narrowing down those specifics, you know, how much water you're drinking, how much, you know, how much you're eating, you know, how much sleep you're getting, uh, you know, what you're doing, how much you're stretching for and after practice, you know, what you're doing in weights, it, it all plays into how you feel, uh, throughout the week. And, you know, uh, I, I keep little trends of, you know, when I feel good during the week, how I feel, uh, by the end of the week and, you know, and play it by ear. I, I've learned from freshman year that, you know, generally beginning of the week and I feel pretty rusty because I haven't been swimming, swimming over the weekend. You know, I, I feel pretty good by the end of the week and on Saturday I'm tired. <laughs> it's, it took a lot to figure this out. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to stay consistent in my effort, in my approach to how I, how I do these things. It's, I mean, I, I, again, I feel like these are something, these are those, those micro details that might slip through the cracks of, of just your normal athlete. And, um, you know, pr- probably what sets a group like Cal, uh, apart from, from other teams. Um, and so, so it's, it's really interesting to hear about, uh, is as you head into a taper, you know, or, or, or a resting phase or whatever, you know, championship season, um, how, how do you dial those things back, uh, such as, you know, hydration, nutrition? Well, it's just conscientious from the very beginning. I mean, uh, as a senior now, I try to, you know, lead by example, but, uh, you know, I feel like our class has done a good job of showing, you know, that it's like every day in practice, it, it reflects what you're doing outside of the water. I mean, if you're not feeling good in practice, it's, it's mostly because of, you know, you're doing not, 
you know, keeping up with your hydration, not keeping up with your sleep, it, it shows. And not a lot of people realize that uh, we can tell how someone's feeling just based off of what they did yesterday. So it's become a lot of, uh, you know, figuring out what works for you and, you know, how much nutrition you need, what you uh, obviously feel good off of. And, you know, uh, those little things you get to play around with, uh, we encourage our, you know, our underclassmen and our freshmen, you know, we encourage them to be, conscientious of this hmm. and 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 the cycle continues uh <laughs> so we as as you mentioned championship season is upon us conference meets are, are are coming up like next week i think which is insane but uh you guys have packed 12s in houston now which is which is a big change of scenery uh obviously for the pack 12 <laughs> Um, when you heard about that news, did, did that strike you in, in any way at all? Or did you have a reaction to that? I was just excited that we're, you know, finally getting some specifics on having a meet. <laughs> uh, cause you know, everything's kind of hearsay. Uh, we don't really know for sure if, you know, these things are still going to happen and, uh, we're just going to pretend like it's going to happen until it's not, you know? So I think that, uh, going into this meet, if we're just having the mentality that, we have the opportunity to be able to, you know, perform, to show off our stuff. I mean, we put in a lot of hard work lately, so why not show the world what we're made of? <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I Durden mentioned that you guys got into your winter training cycle a little quicker than normal this year. Um, because, because there wasn't the invite at the end of November. And so you guys kind of got right into things. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that winter training cycle and, and how, how was the Christmas training? Oh, it was rough. It was cold. You know, it was definitely a, a difference from, from previous years because you normally know, we're going to Olympic training center to uh, do a 14 day trip up there, come back, do another week. And uh, then we have a meet usually right after, but, you know, considering that we didn't have that, that invitational that you said uh, before uh, it felt like we we're going into it a lot earlier and it felt like we we're keeping at that high level of intensity for longer. And so like, and that was a pretty tough time for, for a lot of us and trying to obviously stay consistent throughout that. But uh, once again, I gotta, I gotta give credit to the bears because they're, uh, they're being consistent in an environment that's, it's not normal. And that's, that's way out of, uh, out of this normal uh, procedure that we, that we run through. So we kind of uh, played it by ear. We, we wanted to understand, uh, you know, what our schedule is going to be looking at, but obviously it's still hard to tell with the, the COVID situation going on in our, in our County. So um, I guess that's all I can really say about that. It's really hard to, hard to speak on <laughs> such a hard time because it, it was, it was, it was cold <laughs> and it was rough and, but I'm, I'm very proud of my bears. Yeah. And even going back to this fall, um, just what, you know, everyone's training situation was so different with just coming back to the, you know, people's respective campuses and figuring out, okay, how are we going to swim? How are we going to work out outside the pool, you know, lifting dry land, et cetera. Um, what differences or, or changes or adaptions did you all end up having to make, uh, once you were back on campus? Oh, that's a, that's a handful. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I'll take you back to our, uh, our summer. I mean, when I, when I think back to the summer, it was, I was coming back home from vacation from Carlsbad and, and uh, the scary thing was my, my dad actually uh, got COVID and we didn't find that out until I was driving on the way home. He's, he's all right. Don't worry. He's, okay. he made it a week and he was in the pool lounging in the sun in Arizona. So um, uh, getting back to Berkeley, uh, I was obviously having to quarantine, go through a series of testing 
And uh, this was just an, an awkward time for us. This, it was, this was weird. And obviously we we're sprung into an environment which we didn't know. And uh, going through that, uh, we, we found obviously Dave, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for Dave and Chase. You know, they really uh, did a lot to make sure that we were staying in the water and make sure that we we're uh, doing our thing. But, you know, we're swimming at two different pools. We, our lifting situation was really different. You know, shout out to the, the Hatch family. They actually donated a lot of their, their gym equipment to us and we had it in our backyard. We we're lifting in our backyard. You know, we had a, we had a barbell, we had a <laughs> set of dumbbells. We had a, you know, a bench and we I hung out some rings in the tree to do pull-ups. So, and that was our, our makeshift situation. We were making the best of what we could. And that's, that's the only way we could have approached it. And I think that uh, the mentality going into this is that, you know, uh, for our seniors at least. And for me, especially it, it's like, I don't want to make any excuses as to why we can't be good this year. I don't want to make any excuses as to why, you know, we're not going to be top level. It's like when we get to the final uh, championship year or championship or pack 12s or whatever that may be, uh, I want us to be able to say we did what we, whatever we could do. And uh, <laughs> hopefully that shows. <laughs> Um, but then going into uh, the season, once school started, we saw that, uh, you know, obviously we were able to get into our pools, uh, speaker and legends, and uh, our lifting schedule started changing a little bit more. And we started uh, actually being able to use some facilities here. Uh, and obviously there's a long process on how to get in, you know, testing required. We're being uh, getting our temperature checked every single day, uh, wearing wristbands, to make sure to show that we, we can go into these facilities. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it was a tiresome process, but it's what we needed to do. And we all understood that, uh, you know, in order to go through this process, in order to go uh, have this championship mentality throughout the year, it's going to, it's going to, this is what it's going to be looking like. And, you know, uh, for a lot of us, that was very different. And, you know, uh, I think the one thing that we can look back on uh, is that, you know, despite it being different, we felt like it was, we we're doing some good stuff. Like we were going through training and all of us were going fast. And it was like, like guys, we're not losing anything here. And I, I didn't like the mentality that we're that, you know, going uh, from the summer into the school year is like, Oh, like we don't have this compared to normal. We don't have, you know, we can't swim as speaker. We can't use our locker rooms. I, I just want to take a shower after this cold practice. <laughs> and that was like, you know, we started looking at it in a way of, Oh, well, look at what we're doing despite all this happening, you know, look at what we're doing. Uh, even though, <laughs> you know, COVID is holding us back, even though we're having to stay in our social bubble and, and when we're having to, you know, isolate basically from, you know, a lot of different things that we're normally, we normally have available to us. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think, like you said, a lot of swimmers are getting, are starting to realize, Hey, we can, we can do this. We can throw down fast times or we can put in solid training despite not having this, that, or the other thing. Um, I, I, I gotta ask you, I saw some of these, uh, tree band pull-ups on your, on your Instagram (laughs) and, uh, the, I mean, you, you look strong. You, you certainly did, don't look like you lost any muscle, but did, I mean, working out in your backyard, did, uh, did you guys get creative with what you were doing? Um, especially, you know, if, if you weren't getting sent workouts or you, you had kind of that freedom, was that kind of a fun period just to, just to explore like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And like, uh, you know, I'm going to do a muscle up or, you, you know, yeah, honestly, honestly, it was so much fun. <laughs> Summer was a great time because, you know, we actually had a little bit of freedom to, to decide what we wanted to work on. And it's like we couldn't get into the pool. We, we had minimal pool time and obviously we didn't have a weight room. So and 
we were only doing singles every single day. So it was just, we had all this time to, to actually think about, you know, what we want to gain and what we want to get better at. And so I was like, Oh, well, you know, let's do a little more bench press than normal. Let's do a little bit more, you know, since I was doing a lot of jump rope, you know, we're just, we're being creative and we're having fun. And I, I love that environment. And, you know, I think that's what keeps us kept us going into the school year because, you know, obviously we still had this lingering threat of, you know, not having a season. <laughs> that makes sense. And I'm, did that add an, uh, an added, did that add an element of maybe not urgency, but you know, excitement and, uh, and gratitude every time you guys did get to race, because like you said, well, this <laughs> season could be over tomorrow. Yeah, it, it totally did. And we totally appreciate any opportunity we can. That's why, why we see very happy about uh, pac 12 is being more solidified. So, I mean, just hearing about these races, hearing about these opportunities come up, I mean, we're not going to waste it. And like I said, we have no excuses. <laughs> yeah. And, and just uh, speaking on the culture of, of specifically this Cal men's team, um, you know, this is y- your senior classes, senior year, sorry, your classes, senior year. Um, I mean, obviously, like you said, it's a very different set of circumstances. What What is it like building that team, especially incorporating the freshmen under these set of circumstances this year? Yeah, you know, uh, well, like I said, I mean, it's, it's just, it's not what we're used to. It's like, I, I'm trying to lead through, uh, through experience. And this is not an experience I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, I think that we're all taking this day by day. And it's just uh, the mentality going into it is like, we're here to get better. And having that growth mentality is, is important. And it's, finding ways to get gains in any way we can. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even <clears throat> just outside of working out, uh, how do you feel like that growth mentality has affected, you know, how the team has been able to come together, get to know each other and, and grow from just from a personality standpoint? Our, our teammate has grown a lot closer over the course of the, the I mean, pandemic, because obviously we've been, just in general, uh, a lot closer and a lot uh, within our social bubbles. So, I mean, just that aspect alone has, has brought us together. I mean, we're with, I mean, with my house, I'm in a house of nine guys. I mean, we're with each other, you know, every single day, you know, despite having two different training, uh, training groups, you know, we got two cohorts. I mean, I don't see half my team uh, swim right now. I mean, and that, that's difficult to do because obviously it's hard to mingle and, and see the the growth in your team when you're not seeing half of it. Right. <laughs> so I, I think communication has been an important part of this process because uh, in understanding, you know, what they're going through and how they're training and uh, you know, what's on the other side, you know, I got, I'm with the sprinters and some mid distance guys and then the mid D and the IMers and distance guys are in another cohort. So it's just uh, trying to understand uh, uh, these different point of views and how much we're working. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been trouble, but it's been, uh, a lot of fun too, just, uh, seeing, uh, how we're moving through this process. Yeah. That totally didn't realize that, but that, like you said, that sounds really difficult to not see half your team on a daily basis. And, um, and, and again, you know, still find a way to be one whole team. What, what ways have you guys been able to communicate? I know in California, I'm sure things are different than every other state. Um, but you know, it just, in Berkeley specifically, um, what limitations have you guys had in terms of, you know, can you get together as a whole team in any circumstance? Oh, that's been difficult. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, 
it's been hard to come together uh, all like 30 of us. You can't just have all 30 of us at one house and, you know, see what's going on. But it's, uh, we found ways and we find ways to communicate with our freshmen. I mean, I feel like uh, that's the one thing that I, I could have done better, honestly, is, is, is see what the other side and what the other freshmen are doing. And, and you know, I have minimal freshmen in my group. So I'm trying to figure out, uh, I mean, we're still trying to figure out on a day-to-day basis, like how can we improve this, this camaraderie? How can we move forward uh, together better? And honestly, uh, just trying to figure that out and trying to learn and, try, and trying to be the best as we can be for each other is, is one of the ways that uh, I think is going to be way beneficial for our team. Yeah. The, I, I got to ask, speaking of freshmen, uh, Bjorn Seliger, did I say his name right? Seeliger. <laughs> so no, I didn't. Uh, Bjorn, <laughs> Bjorn Seeliger, I'm assuming he trains with you. He threw down some monster splits on these relays. And it's been a weird year for, for me as a fan because usually you get a bigger sample size of, of a lot of these college freshmen from every school of like, okay, what, how are, how are they racing? How are they progressing? Um, but this year it's like, you get to see him race twice and then it's championship season. Um, Bjorn has thrown down some, some pretty massive times, uh, both, both, uh, individually and on relays. What is, what has he brought to this Cal sprint group? Oh, he's brought in a lot of intensity. He pushes me every day. Uh, the guy gives me a run for my money and that's for sure. And I'm, I'm still looking forward to, to raising him come pack 12s. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but you know, he's, he's definitely a, a good job, uh, done a good job at replacing some of the guys that have made less last year, like Pavel Sendik and, and Michael Jensen, you know, and some of those spots he'd be filled. He definitely stepped up to the plate and, you know, a lot of respect there for him. And, you know, I really appreciate uh, his seriousness and intensity on, on taking a major role in this team. And I mean, again, him as a freshman and, and the other freshmen, maybe you've interacted with more on the sprint side. How have they, what, what kind of energy have they brought to the team? Um, again, in this different set of circumstances, do you feel like they've, you know, been able to adapt pretty successfully? Well, like I said, this is a tough year to adapt to, but I feel like uh, our freshmen, we put a lot on our freshmen shoulders, you know, in terms of this being such a weird year and them not knowing like, uh, what we do normally, you know, in the, in the previous years. And so like trying to encourage these freshmen into, you know, they actually encourage us. They, they're bringing a new, a new energy and new light and they're, they're firing us up. I mean, they're just excited to be part of this process, I think. So, uh, you know, I'm actually very, very proud to be their seniors. <laughs> that's, that's awesome to hear. Uh, and so for, for, for you personally, um, I mean, I know for me, it's been an up and down year, right? It's been quite a roller coaster and kind of a lot of highs and lows. Um, for you, just mentally, uh, has there been any keys for you to kind of staying level and staying consistent as you were talking about earlier? Yeah, no, I actually, uh, that brings me back to something my dad always used to say. He's just uh, asking me, like, how, how would you define uh, success? And I think this was really important during my summer and, you know, early fall. You know, how would I define success? you know, when we're not looking forward to a, not, not really looking forward to, but not knowing if there's a season ahead of us. Yeah. And, you know, that could be as simple as like, you know, how do I view myself as uh, personally and how do I, how would I want to be, how do I get better and where, what kind of growth do I want to see? And it's having that growth mindset once again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's simple and it's easy. And it's, it's easy as a keeping up your nutrition. It's easy as, you know, making sure you go to bed on time and, you know, how, what I define, you know, success in the environment that I'm in. And it's, 
and that has been uh, important in making sure that I, I navigate this situation correctly. But it's just it, it, those little types of things, those little pushes that uh, in your mental state, it's just that's what's important in keeping uh, keeping you up and as well as your team up. Yeah. And have you, do you have an example of, of, of little ways you were able to define success that, that helped you through, you know, any given certain day? Yeah, no. So in summer, for instance, you know, uh, when we obviously, that was like the, the least known part of, uh, of our year, we just didn't know what was going on. Uh, I think making little goals, making small goals throughout the through week to week, you know, was super important. You know, how many pull-ups can I crank up on that, on that tree? How many, how many uh, push-ups can I do jump rope wise, you know, and achieving these little goals. It, it was, it was a lot of fun and seeing that kind of growth. I think that uh, it was super important for our kind of mental mentality going towards, uh, going towards, uh, you know, upcoming races, you know, and now that we're starting to find out more that we're having some, uh, some more races, we're, that just only benefits us more. Yeah. Yeah, could that that makes sense, and that's exciting to hear. Uh, well, Ryan, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with me today for a bit. Um, before we sign off, do you, any parting thoughts? Uh, other than the uh, go Bears. <laughs> You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.